Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And today is February 29th. Oh my goodness. You know what that means? It is officially Superman's birthday. Yes, Clark Kent himself, the man of steel, the man of tomorrow, truth, Justice and the American way. Happy birthday to Superman. And what's fascinating about this is the fact that I go on Twitter and I'm literally scrolling through my phone and then all of a sudden I see a message. Not really, I wouldn't say a message, but it's more of a notification where it says James Gunn's Superman legacy has been renamed to Superman. So I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, oh my God, what could this mean? And it's like, to me, it doesn't really mean anything. I understand that we have a lot of characters that are already going to be in the movie. We got Mr. Terrific. We got Hot Girl. We got, you know, Lex Luthor. We got Lois Lane. We got Guy Gardner. We have so many popular characters. So you would think that maybe the movie would be called Superman's Legacy. So it's going to be about him and everybody else. But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? If it's about Superman himself, then maybe we should just stick to that. You just stick to whether you want to see his origin story, whether you want to see him go off against a bad guy, whether you want to see him go off against anything. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Let James Gunn cook. Just let him cook. And... Uh, I see so many hate online. People just want this man to fail. And I still to this day do not understand why. I don't get it. I don't understand the hate. I don't, I'm don't. i trying to look at it from their perspective. And I just don't get it. I don't know if they're still feeling salty about uh, fire, not firing Henry Cavill. But you know getting rid of Henry Cavill as Superman. And the fact that we're not going to see Ben Affleck as Batman anymore. And the fact that there's going to be so many different changes with the DCU moving forward. I don't get the hate. I really don't. All I got to say is, let the man cook. Just let the man cook, for God's sake. I don't know. I really don't know what to say about it. But nevertheless, happy birthday to the Man of Steel himself. I can't wait to July. I to, to July. I can't wait for July 11th, 2025. Next year. And... Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I really am. Aside from that, I don't know if you had the chance of actually watching my YouTube video. Oh yeah, finally got back on YouTube. It's been a while. I know, I know, it's been a while. But I did a video on Madam Web, what's next. And trust me, this is going to be the last time that we're going to talk about it because... I don't think we're going to, unless something crazy happens behind the scenes that's just been reported or whatever the case may be, this is most likely the last time I'm going to talk about it. But I made a 10-minute video, close to 10 minutes, uploaded on YouTube, and I thought, okay, this could be something I could get into. This could be something that I can do. 
It took me five hours, five to six hours to create that 10 minute video. And a lot of the time had to spend on writing the script and of course editing. The editing is wow, just wow. I cannot believe how much editing it takes in order to produce a short thing like that. And it just goes to show that when it comes to short form content and you want it to be as dynamic or different or extravagant, you know, something to show personalities, something to show color with editing and everything else. And with the after effects, I mean, there's so much editing that goes into that. And then I now have to think about it and think to myself, okay, if I'm going to be doing that, and I'm going to be doing voice acting, and I'm going to be working another job, and I'm going to be podcast producing, and I'm going to be servicing other people that that want to hire me for whatever services, whatever the case may be, I have to utilize my time wisely. And it's one of those things where you really have to sit down and think to yourself, what is the best way to outsource? What is the best way for me to give to someone else to let them basically take over whatever it is that needs to be done, you know, whatever the case may be. And uh, I don't know what that answer is yet, but I know that as I'm learning and as I'm growing and as I'm putting myself out there with my voice and my brand and everything else, I'm sure everything will come to pass because there's only so much that I could do by myself. That's neither here nor there. But a couple of other other news, other other news, (laughs) a couple of other stuff that's been going on, apparently... There has been rumors that Spider-Man 4 will be introducing Miles Morales. That we're finally going to be getting a live-action Miles Morales and he's going to be introduced in Spider-Man 4. These are the rumors. Now, you know me how much I hate about rumors, but I'm a Spider-Man fan, so we got to talk about it. And I got to say this. If you were to ask me five, six years ago, maybe before the pandemic hit around 2018, which I believe was the year that Into the Spider-Verse began, even back then, people were saying, oh, we need a live action Miles Morales. We, we definitely need a, a live action. He, he needs to join the MCU right now. And I've always been against that because around the time I was thinking about it and I would always say... It's way too early to introduce Miles Morales at this time because we still haven't concluded the story of Peter Parker, Tom Holland's Peter Parker. We still haven't completed his story. He still has a lot of progression that he needs to go through. He still has a lot of stuff that he needs to deal with. And fast forward five years, now we're talking about it. And I got to say, I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea of us finally getting a live-action Miles Morales. With the Spider-Verse movies being awesome, the games, the Spider-Man games being great, and now Tom Holland is at that point where I don't know if he wants to continue being the web-slinging, wall-crawling, spidey-head, you know, web-head guy, but web-head guy. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know how long he wants to do it. But I will say, I think now is the time for a live-action Miles Morales. I completely agree. The question is, who's going to play him? It has to be someone young, obviously. For obvious reasons and obvious, you know, things like that, it needs to be someone that can, not, not only someone that is young, but someone that can actually do and take up the mantle of the next Spider-Man 
for at least the next five to ten years. At least the next five to ten years. Because you don't want a guy that's older, no disrespect to Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, no disrespect to them. But if you're going to have a Miles Miles Morales in you know, the Avengers storylines and maybe introduce him in Secret Wars or Phase 7, I saw something about you know, the MCU going into Phase 7, which means it's not going to be over anytime soon. You need someone to take up that mantle for the next few years. Someone that can actually do the job. And no disrespect to the voice actor that plays Miles Morales in the Spider-Man games. Because I know he came out of the woodworks and he goes, I would love to play a live-action Miles Morales. I'm sure you do, my guy. Everyone does. But, but, we need someone younger. We do. We need someone younger. And uh, I don't know who would take upon that mantle, but I'm sure... Whoever it is that whoever it is that's casting, whoever it is that makes the decision, maybe John Favreau, maybe the Russo brothers would come back, maybe I don't know Sam Raimi, I don't know who, but someone, someone would cast a great Miles Morales, and uh, it's neither here nor there. Although I have to ask, if they're going to introduce him, are they going to do a live action Gwen Stacy as well, or is she going to be further, further down? Further, further, further down the storylines. I wonder. It's a very interesting, very interesting thing to, to think about. Huh. And then who would play her? I know in the video, on the last video that I did on YouTube, which I'll put down in the description in case you want to go see it, I said Emma Myers, Emma Myers, the roommate from the Wednesday show from Netflix, I think she would be, she already has the look. See, here's the thing for me. I feel like I'm I'm no casting director, so I could be talking on my ass on this. But for me to decide who would take upon the role in a live action role in general for movies or television, I need to look at them in terms of do they look the part? If they look the part in my mind with the look and the hairstyle and the personality in some way, if there's something that reminds me of that character that I'm thinking about, then I would want them to have the role. And I feel like Emma Myers might be that perfect person. And I think online she actually does cosplay as Spider-Gwen, Gwen Stacy. So there is that. And I would love to see that. Or, or get Emma Stone to come back as Gwen Stacy, but in an alternate reality. Can you imagine if we were to have two of them as Gwen Stacy's and she goes back, not to do the whole thing with multiverse or time travel, but just hear me out. Imagine Emma Stone actually comes back and she's Spider-Gwen and she has to go back in time to save her younger self and the younger self that she sees is Emma Myers. (laughs) I don't know what kind of storyline that would be, but I don't know. I don't know, just spitballing here. I really just am. But overall, I think Emma Myers would be a great Gwen Stacy, a young Gwen Stacy. So if you're going to do a young Miles Morales, you might as well do a young Gwen Stacy. So that's neither here nor there. Aside from that, nothing else has really been going on so far. I know that we've gotten our Fantastic Four cast, and uh, I said it before, I'm not really a fan of the Fantastic Four, like... I when I see the cast I'm like, all right, cool. 
Like, that's it. I really have no emotion whatsoever. And I don't even want to think about Fan Forstick, that train wreck that happened close to a decade ago. So that's that's just no. But I look at the Fantastic Four, and I know they're having more rewrites and reshoots. And I don't know, like, you don't want to mess this up again for the fourth time. You really don't. And it's one of those things where you really have to take your time in terms of what it is that you want to do, especially for the first Marvel family. And uh, I think it's one of those things where it could be great when it comes. Am I looking forward to it? Not really, but I'll still watch it. You know, I'll still watch it. Aside from that, do I think that... What's his face? I don't know if I spoke about this before. Do I think Pedro Pascal can be a good Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic? I mean... I don't know, and a huge part of me doesn't really care, if I'm being completely honest. I don't mean to be, you know, a Debbie Downer on the Fantastic Four. If you absolutely love them, then by all means, you know, credit to you, credit to what, whatever is due. But for me, I just don't care. And that's just me. Like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Aside from that. But, you know... On top of all of that, nothing else has been really been going on. You know, I know that there are a couple of things that are in the woodworks for right now. What they are, eh, just keep that under wraps. But aside from that, I'm going to be trying more in order to create more content on YouTube. So hopefully you guys can hit that subscribe button as always. Give it a like, give it a follow, give it a subscribe. Go ahead and comment if there's anything that I need to do better. Then by all means, don't be an asshole. Just let me know. And I'll try to go better. I'll try to be better in terms of my delivery, what I'm writing, what I'm talking about. Maybe go more in depth on things that can happen more behind the scenes. Do you, do, do you want to be... Uh, a documentary type read, you want it to be an explainer, whatever the case is, you let me know in the comments below. And that's all I gotta say about that. Oh, yes, so before we leave, yes, there was one more thing that actually came to me. The Crow. <laughs> like, The Crow is a very interesting, uh, I wanna say topic to talk about because no one, no one can surpass Brandon Lee when he took upon that role back then in 1996. And when you see Bill Skarsgård as the crow, and I'm sure you've already seen on X and Twitter and on Instagram, where you just see him, he has his jacket, you know, open, and you see all the tattoos, and he has like a mullet shaved to the side, and he has like a little bit of a mullet. I I'm, I'm not going to lie, that mullet thing, it it drives me nuts. I spoke about this with my girlfriend the other day, and she says it looks fine. She prefers it because, and I get it, they're trying to stay close to the source material from the comics. But I will say, not everything from the comics translates very well to live action. And that hairstyle that he has, it that kills me. It really does. It I, I don't like it. It's just a personal preference thing. This is just me. I don't like it. You know, it it reminds me, even though I'm not really shitting on this game, it reminds me a lot of DMC Devil May Cry. 
Do you remember the outrage? I don't know if you were a gamer, if you were a gamer. I don't know if you're a gamer or if you played this game before. But when the new revamped or remake version of Devil May Cry happened and they had Dante as the as like an emo character and he had like a little skunk wave on his hair and a lot of people oh god damn there were so many people that were furious <laughs> there were so many people that were upset when that trailer happened i when i watched it i'm like okay this is this is pretty cool i like it then i played the game i'm like all right gameplay is cool storyline eh could have been better eh could have been better but there were so many people that hated that game and then when I see the crow's picture for Bill Skarsgård, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, got a little, uh, got a little mullet thing going on." I see a lot of twitters and, and a lot of twitters. I see a lot of comments underneath Twitter where it's like getting a lot of Jared Leto Joker vibes, <laughs> getting a lot of that. So I don't know. You let me know what you think of the picture, but I. It's it's just not for me. I'll still see it. I'll still watch it. The movie is coming out in June. So I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to review it. And I'll probably do a YouTube video that depicts and talks about all the Crow movies up till now. But and speaking of the Crow movies, you realize that for the Crow since 1996, a lot of the movies actually dwindled and got worse and worse and worse. I don't even remember the last two names. I remember the first one. And I remember the City of Angels, the second one. And I know there were a lot of problems that were going on behind the scenes. A lot of them had to do with, uh, what's his face? The rapist? Now you know who I'm talking about. He who will not be named, that guy. And uh, Harvey Weinstein? There you go. <laughs> he will not be named, I just named him. I know a lot of things had to do with him. And uh, I don't know, like, the movies just got worse and worse and worse. And what I loved about the first one was the fact that even though it's not perfect... You knew what it was. It was a love story. It was a revenge story. And Brandon Lee played the part really, really well. And then you see the second one. Different variety of the of the first. Different, different versions, you know. But I enjoyed it for what it was. And I liked that it was a different take on the character of the crow. Third one... I don't even remember the name, and I don't even feel like looking it up. But if you remember it, then you know what I'm talking about. You know what I? You know what I'll do? I think I'll rewatch all movies from first all the way till now, just in time for the fifth one coming out in June, and I'll probably talk about that in some way. So, yeah, it could be an interesting idea. But yeah, the third one, I liked the third one in terms of the guy's look, and I liked on. How he was a little bit more of a, um, I'm, I'm not going to say psychopath, but I like that he just did not care about showing off his abilities to his enemies and the prey that he was going after. The one problem, there were two main problems that I had with that movie. The one, the repeated dialogue. I felt like there was a lot of the dialogue, a lot of the writing that was repeated a little bit too much. And if you rewatch that movie, you know what exactly what I'm talking about. The, she stabbed her. They stabbed her. 53 times. And I think they repeated that same line over and over and over with, with throughout the movie. And I, I'm like, alright, we get it. She got stabbed multiple times. Can you not just say anything else differently? And another thing where 
the character of the crow was a little bit of a masochist. He just really loved to show to his prey on how much he can take pain. Even though he didn't feel any pain. But it felt like he was a little bit too much of a masochist in the third one. But aside from that, I still liked it for what it is. Kirsten Dunst is in it, by the way, if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's a guilty pleasure for me. I enjoy it. Fourth one is abysmal. Fourth one, we're not even going to talk about the fourth one. Fourth one, if you haven't seen the fourth one, this guy literally drew on his face with a sharpie that represents the marks of the crow. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, someone wrote that. And they thought it was a good idea. The director did not think that 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 was extremely stupid. So, I'll rewatch them. I'll rewatch them. I really wish we had a female crow, though. I really, really wish we had a female crow. I think the first, the only movie that I can think of where we had close to a female crow is Kill Bill Volume 1. Yes. Yes. With Uma Thurman, yes. I think that's the first, I think that's the closest movie that we had to a female crow. And I really, really wish we had a female crow. Not to force diversity down your throat, but I feel like it would have been so interesting to look at it from a female perspective when she goes through a revenge story. And I get it. We've already seen that in a way with Kill Bill Volume 1, like I just said. But I don't know. I felt like, and and plus, the look of a young girl or a young female or whoever downing on the long black jacket and the makeup and, you know, her terrorizing her victims, that would be fucking cool to see. God damn, I, wish, I really wish we had one. I actually have the comic now. I forgot the name. But, yeah. God damn, I wish we had a female crow. Huh. Anyway, if you're looking forward to Bill Skarsgård's The Crow in June, let me know and we can by all means talk about it. But aside from that, that's all I have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know there is no major new stuff that's been going on. You know, the whole thing with X-Men and the woke culture and people I just mm-mm. I, I don't I don't want I really don't want to get into that. I don't have an opinion much to say about it and I really don't care. People are dumb, and it is what it is. You know, the fact that they don't understand the history of the X-Men from way back then, and the fact that the whole point of them was to be faced off for discrimination, discrimination, discrimination against other people, from other people, and they still don't understand the history of the X-Men, and they want to call it woke, go fuck yourself. That's all I gotta say. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, that's all we have for today. Tune in, guys, next time where we will talk about news, games, shows, movies, whatever the case may be. Be awesome. Be you. Be super. Till next time, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.